following podcast may be explicit. One Joe Young presents Adventures from the Shed, a tabletop RPG podcast. You can find us online at adventuresfromtheshed.com. And you're finding us online right here at Adventures from the Shed online. But we're going to continue our Dungeons and Dragons 5th edition campaign run by the lovely and talented Jason, who will kick us off. Go for it. Yes, yes, I will kick us off right back into the chaos that happened from last game, which we're going to jump into, where we have sadly uh, experienced uh, our first character death. But uh, hopefully, uh, maybe the group will find a way to uh, revive uh, our fallen comrade, unless they really just don't like him, in which case they're going to let him stay dead for the time being. But anyways, <laughs> I'll pass it over to Chris, who can kick us off as in tradition. Hey, this is Chris. I'm playing Ophidian. <clears throat> you want to uh, rogue? I don't think I got. Uh, I think I was the only one that almost didn't get too damaged last time. So I'm probably going to get annihilated this time around. Should be fun. <laughs> Hi, I'm Eli. I play Raze, a College of Whispers bard, Tiefling, who is not surprised that the rogue took the least damage in the boss fight. He's the rogue. <laughs> They're the rogue. It is the rogue. Uh, I think it's Aster next, right? Yeah, go. For okay, it. I don't. I don't know what order we're going in. <laughs> Both my names start with an A. Uh, hi, I'm Aster. I'm here this time. Um, I will actually be here to play Amanita the Fairy Druid. So in reverse astrobetical order, Randy goes next. Hi, I'm Randy. I play a corpse, or not so much of last. <laughs> <laughs> More or less. And I'm Joe. I'm playing the Warforged Artificer Rolex. Absolutely. Oh, All by right. the way, when you have a fighter, a corpse like less than our brains. Oh, no. <laughs> well, since since uh, Les might not have a lot to say right now because we're going to kick things off picking up this year, we'll give uh, Randy the opportunity to, to talk right now and uh, give us the recap. So you find our adventurers mid battle. They are fighting Antiva and. Uh, golem made of meat and a couple more guards or just one guard no i think the last one was turned into mushrooms the cat mm -hmm. thing and yeah because the last guard ran away with uh king or lord wintermere or whatever so um we fought hard we finally defeated the cat after it dispelled us and let's try to make some fancy moves by getting looks out of there to go and try to defeat the cat with his magic arrows uh then the aura stopped and the well, we eventually took damage from that heart thing, and we only had Antivo left. And so we tried to make a rush for him, but he ended up taking over Raze after doing a nice bite into him, like he tried to do with Les several episodes ago, where Raze worked for him for a moment until he got blessed by Les in the forehead and fell down again. And the coward ran upstairs and hit a switch and dropped boulders on top of us, and Les missed a boulder but got clipped by it and then covered in rubble and died the end oh wait no we have other adventurers oh go ahead guys <laughs> no that's it that's all that happened <laughs> no, that that's the end of that you made it it sounded like you were describing us chasing the kid in home alone where you're just setting off traps while we're trying to chase him around the house that's pretty okay, much what so, that was though so randy didn't even die from like another person he no no he, he got the lame death of dying to ceiling mm-hmm <laughs> Wow. And, well, Ami almost died to the ceiling as well. She was also crushed under some rocks. Okay, Ami is also this big. 
Yeah. yeah. So, so again, everyone's feeling a little bit worse for wear. Ophidian is not nearly as bad, but still took a took a couple of shots here. But overall, is in the best shape of the group. The group is currently right now. I believe Ophidian has Ami and is carrying her, um, even though Ami is now awake. Um, and I believe it was Rolex and Ray's who were taking Les's uh, body uh, and making your way out of the actual tower itself. So that I is think, where we're going to pick back up. Yeah, I think, I think we're in a place of less evil in order to try and figure out if we can save our friend. I think Ophidian took less damage from the enemy and more damage from the less. That's true. That's that is, true. Yeah, yeah. That is true. Okay, so you guys are making your way out from the actual tower. As you make your way uh, down the same path that you came into, because again, last game, that is what you guys decided to do. You were going to take the same uh, um, way that you guys made your way inside, back out into the underground uh, city, uh, underground deserted city. Um, uh, it's only been a handful of minutes since you made your way inside this tower for the first time, since battle and combat are very, very quick. Um, so, as you make your way outside, you can see um, there are new, like, hairline cracks that are in the sides of this tower, as the tower is already dilapidated, and much of it was in ruins already, but you can see just in the short quick battle that you guys had, uh, more damage was done to it. And as you make your way uh, outside, um, you are again um, uh, walking into the dark under uh, underground city. What do you guys want to do? Uh, Rolex is just going to look for a possibly comfortable place to set Les's body. Sure, sure, absolutely. What we can do to try and fix it. Sure. Uh, I want to ask Rolex, uh, do you remember any place that was like in a house of healing at, in the old days? And, you know, that's something that hadn't even occurred before um, to, to, for me to think about. <clears throat> so that's a good one. Um, that, and Rolex would just, you know, kind of do the little buffering thing and um, let me think. And then Joe will ask Jason. Jason, okay. is there anything Rolex well, might remember about something like I think, that? I think Rolex, since Les is a, a good friend of his and has been traveling, from, would first try to resolve finding a place to put him down. So go ahead and let's yeah. uh, make me, a, I guess, an investigation or perception check real quick. To I see can if investigate find a, the heck out of stuff. So yeah, yeah. Um, let's, let's, where the hell is my mouse? There it is. 18. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Again, there's not a lot of what you could imagine to be super comfortable places, but you do find an area that uh, looks to be uh, there's like some sm some soft like moss that's like covering um, uh, the actual ground itself. It's not like cobblestone or mm -hmm. like concrete streets. And Rolex, you take the time to gently put your, your fallen companion uh, down on the ground unless you decide you just want to drop them there, you know. Uh, no. Unsafe. <laughs> well, with as much as Rolex has been trying to study life over the last couple of years, um, he really needs to study the situation. Absolutely. And again, you guys all saw a rare moment of almost emotion and anger and things from Rolex, something you have not seen from him in our last game, something that Ami, again, uh, even though the short period of time you've known Rolex, he's been very, very much, again, the robotic kind of character that he is. Uh, but again, seeing a sudden surge of emotion definitely has brought out a little bit more of the, um, I don't want to say human side, but maybe the soul of what Rolex actually has. Um, Rolex, make me a, uh, I guess, a history check with advantage then to see if you can remember anything 
uh, unless there's any other check that you would like to try. I'd love to try something um, based on intelligence that I have advantage or, or, or um, proficiency in. Either way, 15. I got a 15 for history. Yeah, 15, 15, I would say, is good enough. So again, as you've been experiencing more and more of these flashbacks, you're getting kind of used to how they're uh, how they work and how again it's it's tying and things again you are again learning and you are figuring things out um there is a a monastery that is not too far from here uh it is back towards closer towards you guys first came in towards the beginning part of the city um you as you flash back uh and you're kind of like going through the cycles of things you realize that again this place here it's it might not be active anymore because again the city is dead uh but there were things like potions tonics there are places yeah, where people what I was would go to. We, were, we were looking for or thinking about was uh yeah. more of the facility not so much the cleric yeah it is probably about a good 20 minute walk from here if you guys walk briskly um and again making your way back uh up the city streets you guys do have the badges that the wintermere guards had so you should be relatively protected from anything that's uh going on Okay. But you have the so, temple. You have the temple of Shar, which is um, uh, the temple that you are are looking for. Okay. So then, after the you know the brief um, uh, control F find in the uh, the search box, we've got <laughs> yes, there is a temple. It is not too far. We must hurry. And I'll pick up less and just start moving at um, almost run speed. A good jog. Okay. Anything else that anyone would like to do, or are you guys all just making a beeline for this temple? Ami's gonna get back on her perch on the big robot man. Okay, there you go. I'll take up the rear, I guess. <laughs> you know, I have to hold the cat person. <laughs> okay, um, uh, through again, uh, as, as you guys make your way further and further in, you do hear the crumbling remains as you kind of look back and in the darkness, uh, you can just see parts of the tower, like cracking off a little bit more and more. It seems like more and more damage is being done as it's no longer structurally sound anymore, as you would imagine from the damage and the ceiling collapse and the floor above you being pulled down and trying to crush you guys. But it takes you about... 15, 20 minutes at a brisk, almost running pace to make your way there. You do have to stop a couple of times to ward off the incoming and encroaching kind of plant life that has tried to nab you guys before, but uh, you managed to make your way over to um, this temple. This temple is in very bad shape. You can see that it is missing uh, uh, pieces of the actual ceiling and roof. They have collapsed in on itself, but you do see there is a half moon symbol with three stars over it here, emperling the Temple of Shar, the goddess of, well, the controversial goddess, but nonetheless a goddess of darkness. And that probably is more fitting in this particular environment. Um, uh, Rolex, I, I'm imagining you're probably heading in first? Yeah, and I just, uh, the first uh, place I could set less down and immediately just begin investigating anything that might be left behind. Sure, sure. Make an investigation. Make an investigation or a perception check then as far as you make your way inside. <laughs> 16. I got a plus 10 and I get a 16. All right. Hey, hey nothing wrong with that. Nothing, nothing wrong with a healthy perception. Um, yeah. 
you you you're flashing back and forth from what you remember and as you flash back you can see that there was a storeroom uh behind again there was an altar in the front there was pews and things typical kind of setup for a temple where people would come and pray in mass to a deity uh but there are several back rooms and things like that and again you remember going back and seeing inside these rooms and there were shelves full of stores of medicinal um mm. herbs and things like that you remember seeing there were potions and there were also several offerings there's another storeroom where people would bring in food and other things for the temple itself as you flash back you can kind of go into those rooms you can see that it, it is decimated there's not a whole lot there you do find uh four vials that seem to have liquid in them still they're of different shapes a couple of them are the oblong classic shape and then a couple of them are smaller like regular small kind of uh tiny vials and then you have one that's kind of in a beaker that's looks like it's got a mix of liquid still, but everything looks very, very stagnant inside mm -hmm. these vials here. But uh, with a with that, that is what you find. Um, you recognize the two oblong shaped ones are potions of healing. Uh, they look to be standard potions. The other ones, uh, you'd have to either maybe do some sort of other check to find out what they are exactly, or bring them to the group and the yeah. group can maybe. I, I've got arcana or nature. I'm also looking for if there happen to be any books or parchments or anything around that seem to have what i'm looking for is a universal symbol of resurrection you know a, a body sure a ghost sure next to sure it. absolutely absolutely there is there's a lot of books on the on the wall most of them look to be like crumbling and almost like turning to dust a little bit as they've been sitting there stagnant for so long um but with a 16 on your investigation you do find uh there is a a book and uh it is the book uh with the symbol of jergal the scribe of the dead uh this is the deity that is the person that assigns people to the afterlife uh he proceeds with the rites of passage and this particular tome looks to be in the best shape and as you open it up here you look through it you can see there are several names uh, that are are etched into there. And as you're flipping through these pages, towards the back, as you get further and further down here, you can see that there is several names of what appears to be like human names. Okay. And then you also see at the very, very bottom, you see a familiar name of Les, follower of the path, less traveled. He is in this book. So I need to immediately show that to everyone else and just say, how do we erase this? We get some white out. I don't know. <clears throat> we must fix this. This book is wrong. Less cannot be gone. I'm not much into the magic like that. <clears throat> I'm unsure. Um, the healing potions. Um, I want to kind of using some tinkering with the uh, artificer stuff. I essentially just want to make a little IV drip out of it, just a little drip, sure. drip, drip into um, into Les's. We'll, we'll prop his mouth open a little, but instead of trying to pour a potion down there, I just want it to drip, drip. Sure. Yeah, I don't even think you need to roll for that with your proficiency at your level here. I think you can easily make that with some of the tubing and things that you have. Um, you can even give it to Dogaga, and he can Dogaga can hold the thing so it drips properly into the Les who's laying on the floor here. So yeah, I mean, I think you can easily do that. And then Ami's the got other. some knowledge with medicine too. She could probably help. Cool. Okay, Ami, uh, how would you like to help? Um, I can definitely help from a nature or medicinal stance. Okay. Um, so Les has well, uh, uh, Rolex has shown you this book here. Go ahead and uh, make me a, a nature or medicinal check then on on these. 
What do you mean virtual tabletop not found? <laughs> That's what I was saying earlier. Yeah, I saw you got a 14, though. Okay, cool. So it did show up somewhere. It showed okay. the game log in D&D. Yeah. yeah. Okay. 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 So with a 14, um, you are familiar because, again, you do have certain things prepared, like you have uh, uh, resurrection and things like that. So you are familiar. And again, you are a druid of decay and death. So again, you do understand a lot of these things. You know that to bring somebody back, uh, who has died recently, if you want to bring them back with their soul intact, not like just to reanimate them so that they can, you know, creepily tell you something. Um, uh, and to, again, erase this person's name from here, uh, you definitely need um, certain materials. You need something very valuable, something like a, um, a, a gem or a diamond or something worth significant value as an offering to again basically purchase this person's soul back from where it's at um you do have Ronnie has some gems but she doesn't have resurrection she yeah. has reincarnation and gentle repose yes exactly so there are ways to do it even without that spell but it would be very very complicated uh you're not sure with a 14 if you would have the things necessary here with what rolex has found um to actually accomplish it. But you can, again, present this to your fellow friends. Hmm, so she'll, the mushroom cat. <laughs> she'll, um, she'll kind of relay that to the group. And the best option she can think of is, you know, I could gentle repose to give us just as much time as possible. And if we can't find somebody who can perform it, I can see if I can find the materials to perform some sort of like ritual and do my best, but. That's the only thing I could think to offer up. We we may have a simpler solution. Give me a moment here. Ominous, but okay. And then like Ray, Ray stabs him in the chest. <laughs> <laughs> See you in hell. Um, and this time, Les can't investigate either. Damn it. <laughs> Les goes to the afterlife, still unsure of what happened. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, Ray's is also going to want to look around this temple. He's going to be looking for two things in particular. One is uh, like chill... Not not children's stories, but like myths of, uh, about like resurrection, death, and I don't mean like, uh, oh, this is like weird, vague information. I mean like like uh, the myths of Hercules, the myths of Thor, Orpheus, Jason, and the Argonauts, like those kinds of myths. I thought you were gonna say Jason Voorhees. If you want resurrection, you got that. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> That would be the one to look at, the, yeah. the ancient tale of Friday the 13th. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the second thing that I would look for, be looking for, and uh, this would be like completely separate from that, is uh, any sort of like strong box, uh, secret compartment coffers that the temple may have may have left. Because from what it's what's been described of this city, everything. When everything went to shit down here, it was pretty quick. Yep, absolutely. So uh, there's probably a lot of stuff that got left behind. We okay, may okay. or may just be able to find a uh, diamond worth at least 1,000 gold pieces, which the spell consumes. 
Okay. Okay. So um, let's resolve the one in, uh, first first order. So you're first looking for or, or whatever order you want to do it in here. So we can look for the strong box first, or we can look for the mythology kind of stuff here. What do you want to resolve first? Uh, I want to look for the myth mythology stuff first. Okay. All right. Well, um, I mean, that would be a perception or investigation check, unless you have another check in mind that you think would satisfy that. Maybe a religion or something. Um, I mean, unless I can hit it with a performance, I'm just going to take my investigation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, I think that I think the investigation would be uh, okay. Right? And with a with a twenty six, yeah, you investigate the crap out of this place. So again, um, looking through, there's not a lot of books that are left that are in good shape that would give you theology or legends of these kind of things here. But um, as Rolex kind of points you around the temple, uh, almost like a directory, like this is this, this is this room, this is this room, this is this room from his memory mm -hmm. and things like that. Um, you do find your way into what appears to be almost like a classroom setting that they had uh, towards the back of the actual um, uh, temple itself. Again, you have to go through, shift some rubble, move some of the stuff. The door is kind of like busted. But as you make your way inside, there are several um, paintings and uh, uh, carvings that are inside this room that look like they were done by maybe the... Uh, the people who were lived at the temple, people who were here. It's their kind of art room where they craft their their things. And there are quite a bit of them in here. And most of them look to be in good shape. And some of them are probably worth some money, um, you imagine. So, Rays, with this here and what you rolled, what, what question are you trying to find specifically here about the resurrection uh, from these? Uh, I am... So, Rays is, is looking for... Uh, a story that he remembered hearing uh, as a child shortly after uh, his family's death. Uh, it's it's an it's an ancient story about a, a a poet and musician who lost their wife due to uh, disease and managed to charm the underworld itself to release her. Essentially, I'm looking for an analog to the tale of Orpheus. Okay, I love it. I love it. Um, so as you look around, you can see that there are several things. Now, again, this is a temple to Shar, uh, but there are other known deities uh, that revolve around death and darkness and things like that. You find a, uh, a very, very nice tableau um, of, again, Shar, uh, a person being carried over by several what appear to be hooded priests making their way uh, across um, uh, a field underneath the, the full moonlight. And you see them putting a person, a body, holding it on like kind of a gurney or, or a, a stretcher. And you see um, the hand of Shar coming down, reaching through the clouds and again, touching the actual lifeless body, the body then being raised up and the people around her offering things. You can see them holding up their hands, uh, offering valuables, gold, jewels, things like that here. And you can see the person then standing back up underneath the moonlight here with a symbol of Shar etched across uh, its neck. You estimate that, again, if you try to do something like this here in a temple to this goddess in this space, she could listen to you. But she is going to have a influence on the person that's coming back. 
as most gods. Indeed, he's as again, Rays would know this here, uh, making packs with things or offering beings of higher power and trying to do things like favors and asking them these things here can come at a cost. But in this area here, that is probably what you discern at the quickest uh, in terms of this particular area. Okay. That is good, good information to have. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now, the second one is looking for lock boxes or strong boxes. So uh, go ahead and make me a, um, a looting check here. What would you like to roll I for mean, that? Investigation again, please. Okay. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> roll to loot. Uh, <laughs> another 26. Wow. Wow. Good Lord. Good Lord. All right. Well, Ray is getting Ray, all of his... Being a skill monkey. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, you uh, you find there are several um, uh, uh, strong boxes, but again, they weren't in plain sight. Uh, again, you being an adept person who has looted a few things in their time, um, notice that in this room here, there is a kind of a trap door that's hidden uh, underneath some of the rubble and some of the rocks. And as you pull that open here, you do see that there are several valuables. These are things that people brought in as offerings. There's chests of coins, valuables, jewels, things like that. More than enough of what you would need in order to perform some sort of resurrection ritual. Um, but yeah, you easily find uh, those things. Mm. So I find... You probably find a good. grand total of... You probably find a grand total of about almost $3,000... Oh, $3,000 uh, gold worth value of items. Mm -hmm. Okay. Hey guys, you didn't find anything. So, <laughs> dang it, Les is gone forever, man. Yeah, he um, just he just found one of the prize boxes for Wheel of Fortune or something like that. So I found tribute for new a ritual, but not not my spell component. Yeah, yeah, no, you 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 found you would find enough in there for your spell components, absolutely. Mm, okay, and even if you didn't, this is a place that is a deity's home that you could try to reach out to, and. Yeah, you, you can be a bit more lax with the finances if you deal with favors. Um, yeah, after yeah, so after after getting Rolex's help to like find find the literature and like studying it over a little bit, he comes back into like main room with everybody, looks around a bit, pulls out his eagle and just like stabs one part of the floor, pries it up, <laughs> pulls out of just. A, a small chest, dunk, shiny gold gems. Yeah, this should be enough. I thought you said you're gonna pull your equal and just stab Lessig in the chest again. I was like, I, was like, I didn't really mean to do that. Oh my goodness! Right. That is a Wintermere sword and a note. Okay. Is, um, um, damn. Okay. Because it, this is still stealing from a church, defunct as it is. And uh, Ray's knows enough about religion to know that's a man. Mm -hmm. So what can I, God, what can I offer? You have the rest of the group there as well. You can let them know of your plan. You can fill them in as far as what you want to do. And they can maybe help with this as well. Yeah, Isn't so, that to help the less fortunate? A... <laughs> Is so Keep making jokes. We're going to stop putting so much effort in. <laughs> that's true. We'll put less effort. I'm sure there's a clause in there. Yeah. <laughs> Slowly, the DC to revive him is getting higher and higher right now. <laughs> it's getting worse. Uh, yeah, so so basically, like, opens the chest. Yeah, that should be enough. Closes it and he picks it up and looks like he's getting ready to leave and like looking around at you all. And then he just stops. Takes a, takes another look around. 
Damn. All right. All right. All the cards on the table. I think we may have a way to do this ourselves, to bring him back. We can rebuild him. There are a couple of options. We resurrect him here by the light of Shar, and may or may not inadvertently bind him into their service. Uh, using the resources that the church has so kindly offered to us. Or we take the gold, go somewhere else, do it ourselves, guarantee he's a free man, and risk incurring a curse by Shar for stealing from their church. The Rolex is going to get a little impatient, which, again, as Jason was mentioning, a little something you might not have seen before. But he's going to just put his a big hand out towards Ray's like, stop. If you can fix him, just do it. And Rolex is going to take one of those other vials of whatever stuff he couldn't identify and throw it against the wall. Fix him. That was $80,000 booze. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ray, Ray's is a little taken aback here. Like, he just got 10 curses. Old scotch. <laughs> I say we do it. I Stop say nothing. Stop oh saying words to make life happen. Ophidian? It doesn't matter to me. It's whatever you guys want to do. So we're just, what are we looking to add to this exactly? Either we take him out of here so he's free of any control but his own agency, or we do it now and he possibly comes under, under the control of the DD of whose house we're in, basically. Hey, I'm, I'm personally well, uh, cool with zombie less. I'm, I'm fine with that. No, but, I mean, he would be uh, less, but he would have, you know... My spray. Call him up and tell him to do I something. He's got to do it. I can do that. I can do that right now. Bird brain. Yeah. 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 I think that would be awesome to, especially towards the end of the series, to just have a zombie character. But, I say we re have Ami um, reincarnate him. He comes back as like an elf or something. He's like, I'm an elf. He's like, you were always an elf. What are you talking about? You always thought you thought you were some big cat guy or something. Yes, Oh my gosh, are you finally better? <laughs> oh, good lord. Um, you popped your head and finally came out of your stupor of being a uh, Thundercat dude. Now, will you please stop licking yourself to clean yourself, please? It turns we're out he was actually it. one of the Jurian. I forget what the family's called. I always forget. <laughs> All along, he would just turn into a cat. A long the time ago. Yeah. If we want him to be a free man, then we will need to offer something to Shar that means as much to them as this gold, as much to us as this gold does to them. I don't think I got anything that fancy. Got some uh, hard candy. Got a nice camera. Uh, I need that. <laughs> well, I mean, is there if anything... I reincarnate him, we might not know what he's going to turn out, but he'll be free. This is true. Yeah. Rolex, is there anything fakes less? You would, is there anything that you would give to bring him back? My most the treasured thing is less. I can't give him, can I? Aww. Aww. Fix him. Roll eggs. 
What does he carry anything but his crossbow and his sword? <laughs> <laughs> got nothing. Willux doesn't even have pants. What are you talking about? Exactly. He's, just, <laughs> he's his own armor, his own clothing, everything. It's Do you trade da da ga ga for cat? And, you know, I thought about, honestly, I thought about that. And I was going to ask Jason if there was something I could do with that. But then I realized the mechanics of the character make that cheesy. Because, sure, I could give up the Steel Defender, but by the rules, I can just have another one in five minutes. Mm -hmm. So it's yeah. like, it's really not giving it, it definitely up. Definitely doesn't mean as much as... <laughs> yeah, so yeah. I was like, I really thought that that would be the way I was going to approach it. And then I realized... Well, like, ha, 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 God, suck it. So, <laughs> if we reincarnate less and he comes back as a tiefling, can we call him lower? <laughs> Jesus. Yes, sir. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, because we have raised and lower. You know, yeah, yeah. Hi, yo. Um, I've got to take the over on this yeah, one. I, yeah. Ami doesn't come back much on her, so. I can come it's, back as a wood elf and call me high. Does Raze yeah. know anything about Char? Like Make a religion check. Make a religion oh, check. No. Damn, oh, no. I thought I'm about to forwardly so offend them. I can't do a relationship Ten. too. Hold on. I know as much as the average person. Yep. Yep. You know about you know that she is the goddess of uh of the she's the opposite goddess huh? of the moon. She's the goddess of the dark side of the moon itself. <gasps> and the album. Yes. Um, but that's all you know. How <laughs> Joe, did that one come up for you? How, how does she yeah, feel 18. about original pieces composed by uh <laughs> underground artists? You're not, you're not sure. So what do you guys want to do? I got an 18. Be alive. Oh yeah, religion check 18. For, um, okay. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. If you wanted to uh, so I mean I mean didn't eight. Oh I, I, that's right. I forget yours is in roll 20. I'm looking at the wrong thing. Um, I don't know what happened. It's okay. It's okay. I mean you have 17 druid craft spells, so it's okay. It's okay. We we forgive you for it. Um, fire to the limit. I, know, I don't know how, how some somehow Ami broke roll uh D D beyond, so no idea how she did it. But anyways, um Ami, yeah, you being a a person who is into death and things like that, and who is into that kind of stuff, being a druid of, of story, things like that. Um, yeah, no, uh, there are ancient legacies of Shard. She's not very well represented in the common culture, which is again what Ray's, Ophidian, Aless, and Rolex would be used to grow, you know, being in a city that, you know, did that kind of stuff. But you, Ami, you know that the moon is very, very important to nature, to the to the oceans and to growing things. Um, Char is, uh, she is a, a deity of darkness, illusion. Uh, she is a, a deity that is very, very much um, to be revered in terms of her power. Um, she doesn't typically have a lot of followers, but she doesn't ask for a lot of followers. Um, that's not what she is usually all about here. So, Ami, what are you wanting to know specifically about Shar with what you rolled? What what can I do for her that would honor her and make her feel better about us using this for the purpose we are? You know that she does not like things being taken from her stuff, and which is why, probably why... A good amount of this treasure has been stationed there. You guys were in a different uh, building that was a temple prior, and that one was a little bit more destitute as far as things that were taken. And that might make sense because, again, Wintermere guards have been in and out of this area for a while. But this particular temple still seems to have 
a good chunk of its valuable things. Um, uh, in terms of what you could offer her, what you have on you right now, you're not sure if anything you have on you right now would be valuable enough to her as far as offering something and maybe in terms of your service to her or somebody's service to her might be more accepting to her. But in terms of what you physically have on you, if uh, what you say is correct and what's on your DNA beyond she is correct, you don't, you're not sure that anything that you have right now would be worthy of a favor of bringing someone back fr would, from the dead. Would they know as a former soldier, Les would be up to doing whatever needs to be done if they were to have him have to take charge from her? Or I think Rolex would know understood. that. Rolex would know that. Um, I don't think he uh, right now I'm treating it as I don't think Rolex grasps the idea of of trading something like that, uh, trading servitude for life. I, don't, mm -hmm. I, I think it's just not quite understanding that that might be part of the conversation. Mm -hmm. um, Ami is going to kind of go over. Ray's, is Ray still holding the like yeah. the little chest i think so yeah, Ray's yeah. Still so Ray's is still holding the, the the coffer and he's like shifted it off into one arm and with the other he's uh pulled out his viol and he's just kind of eyeing it it uh just from looking at it it's obvious that this is a very personal object to him it has uh dwarf uh dwarven runes etched all over it uh do does Ami know Dwarven? Ami, do you know Dwarven? Ugh. <laughs> I think she has a way that she can know Dwarven, but she doesn't offhand. Okay. Ami, um, you recognize the symbols, but you don't know what they say. Bet. That sure is Dwarvish. What does it say? That sure is Dwarvish. <laughs> uh, well, just just from like the the way the the runes are like grouped together, uh, it, it's clear that uh, and with like the the length of them, it's clear that these are supposed to be like names, just in different spots all over the veal. Uh, the item itself is wonderfully crafted and is very well taken care of. And so like he's just, he's he has both of these items out and he's just kind of like almost almost leering at his veal. This book that has Les's name in it now, did we get it from in here, from in mm -hmm. the church? Yep, Rolex found it. It was the only book that seemed to be in good shape. Ami's gonna ask Ray's to put the um the treasure chest back down. Is there any kind of like statue to her or like place that was clearly for like prayer or offering? There is up at the front pew where the altar is, there you can see there are two benches that are sitting under skylights that are broken at this point in time that are looking up into the darkness of the cavern. And uh that is where people would come and place offerings. There's okay. also two bodies in the river, two bodies in an alley, and like five bodies inside the uh, that room. You guys could check too. Listen, um, Ami is gonna ask. He's pointing. The the I was sorry. I was just saying <laughs> that the uh, bodies in the alley aren't bodies anymore. They're mulch. Yeah. Okay. Um, Ami is gonna ask Ray's to put the the treasure back down over by where that offering spot is and then she's just going to kind of go over there mm -hmm. and she's going to wait and see if Bryce does that because he's clearly in the middle of like thought he 
he registers what you say. Like he kind of like turns his head uh, towards you slightly, and he he speaks to you, but uh, like the the words are directed at you, but just the inflection and tone sounds like he's a million miles away. It's just I can do it. I can bring him back. Gods be um, damned. Ami will kind of just nod. Um, and she says, I have an idea. Um, you're welcome to do yours if you would like, but I have something I'd like to try. I have an idea. You're welcome. <laughs> you're Are welcome. we sure we want to bring less back at this point? <laughs> you guys aren't hearing any of this. Harsh. <laughs> How rude. Okay, um, um, Raze yeah. is just going to like sign defeat and move the, the valuables over to the, the shrine. Okay. All right. Um, as you do this here, Ami, you see this happen? What do you want to um, do? She is going to actually place herself, because she's small enough, into where they would put the offerings and all but her just her like standard like clothes that she wears everything she just takes off and puts down around her and mm -hmm. just crosses her legs and closes her eyes and just basically tries to have a conversation with her and just lets her know um that i don't need any of this if you if you want it it's all for you and she will kind of like talk about like the book and like it's very clear that he's very dear to a lot of people. Um, if you would be just so kind, if you would erase his name from this book, I will do it. I will follow you and I will give you everything. Wow. Okay. All right. I love it. Uh, as you see Ami cross her legs and sit down, shed all of her personal belongings on there. She'll light some uh, fairy fires too for the whole illusion, <laughs> just as an appreciation thing for her, just to give oh. her... Something pretty, basically. All, all, all seven fairy fires go off at once. Listen. <laughs> In a beautiful spectacle of colors. Okay. Okay. Um, well, is, there, is there any, like, church sheet music lying around that I can, like... Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. none, that, none that have survived at this Damn. point. That kind of stuff would be... But, again, you can play whatever you would like. Um, uh, is there anything else that anybody would like to do as they see Ami doing this? Whoever moved Les's bag also would have felt that he still was carrying around that shield machine thing from Shayla, too. Right? Would they think that would be of any value? It's up to the character. So, uh, roll it. Uh, it was I, used I to open the barrier, but it Rolex probably would have uh, seen it, but not counted it as valuable. Yeah. Because, for again, from Rolex's perspective, life is life, material is material. And we're talking about life here. There's no real. There's no one for one. He doesn't have an analogy for that. Okay. Okay. Um, is there anything that you would like to do uh, uh, since Ami is now doing this here? You would obviously see her sitting down and starting to mm -hmm. to, to talk uh, and to say things. Um, is there anything that you would like to add in, Rolex? Or after, I don't know, like after five seconds or so, Rolex will casually lean in and kind of whisper, it's not working. Okay. So Ami laughs a little bit, but stays focused. Okay. Ophidian. Um, anything? I was just going to say, also, you can use my sword if you need to as well. And my axe. <laughs> and my other axe. Uh, I'm just going to be. 
I'm just going to keep in a lookout, make sure nobody's uh, sneaking up on us, ruining the ritual and whatnot, you know? Okay. Rays, are you going to just start playing some music at this point? Not at this point. Uh, okay. Rays will instead go about and uh, try to tidy up a bit. We promise okay. to come back to this temple every Sunday unless we're tired. Okay. Oh, I ain't promising shit. All right. So, I ain't promising shit. Ami, roll me a religion check with advantage since you are offering your services and things in the place that you should be offering it on the altars. Um, roll me a religion check, please, with advantage. Okay, that's a 17. And a 19. Okay. Rolex, as you're whispering, nothing is happening, and you're you're definitely feeling impatient as your the, your one closest friend here uh, has is still laying there dead. You look up as you see a small beam of light coming through and start to shine down over Amanita and over the altar. You look up and you can see. Even though you're underground and you're 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 deep underground in this city here, there is what appears to be a a crack or a hole that is looking directly out through um, the underground. And again, you can see moonlight seemingly coming through. As again, this particular place was positioned here for the goddess of the the dark side of the moon, Shar herself. And as it does, you see Ami start to kind of lift up just slightly. And again, not uncommon, but her wings aren't flapping. She's not actually doing it herself. She just starts to uh, rise up. As this happens, the light from the actual uh, moon that's coming in, you see it bounce off and it gently trickles over through the darkness in this, in this particular room and it hits less in the chest. And you can see his body starting to slowly, gently lift up off the floor. Ami, you are you surrounded by this kind of warm light. And as you close your eyes, your eyes blink open and they are completely surrounded by darkness. Your pupils are completely dilated and it's just blackness that you're seeing. And in this particular thing, the rest of the world peels away. You do not hear Rolex's voice behind you telling you it's not working. It just kind of starts to echo and fade. And as it does, you are pulled into a sea of darkness. There are stars illuminated all around you. And you can see off in the distance, there is a half moon light that is coming through and the rest of the moon is, is incredibly dark. The, the, the crescent shifts downwards, almost forming like a mouth. And then two glowing yellow eyes seem to appear off in the distance. And below that you see Somebody that you met just recently, but somebody that, again, is, as you said before, very important to some people. You see Les standing before you underneath the light. Les, you find yourself, again, standing here before you. You see Ami looking at you. And oh. Hey, Ami. You, what would you hey. like to say? What? Where? What's going on? What? Um... Rolex misses you very much. Aw, that big lug. Um, I'm right here, though, wherever we are. Um, can we get back to them? What's what's going on? She'll kind of just look up at that moon with the eyes as if looking for the answer to his question. 
as you look up at their uh, less, you realize you're not wearing any of your armor. You're not. Uh, you don't have your sword. You don't have your shield. You are. The last thing you remember is a sharp, searing pain, and then darkness. It all starts to come to you as you are sitting there. You remember yourself after the darkness. You remember hearing voices. Almost sounded like your friends, but they were in a far off distance from you. And then you found yourself standing in front of a long, tall um, uh, figure here. Somebody who was probably maybe 10, 15 feet tall who was sitting behind a large desk and was scribbling something very, very uh, um, uh, gently on a, on a folder or a file look like. You couldn't tell because you were like looking up at him uh, like a kid would look up at like say their parents sitting at their desk in their office. And as he signed, he looked down at you and you were pulled away and you felt yourself traveling somewhere. You didn't know where we were going, but you felt yourself traveling and being pulled. And on this journey, as you were being pulled to wherever you were going, you suddenly stopped. And now you're here standing in this dark room filled with twinkling, uh, 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 shimmering starlight and a half moon that is looking down at you and Ami standing before you. Um, you piece together that something bad happened to you and that this is definitely not normal. Oh, I totally bit it, didn't I? Ami will kind of laugh a little bit but not say anything. Well, that stinks, sir. Are you guys okay? Well, you're here. Uh, did you make it? Or did you die too? Everybody else made it. That's good. I'm glad. <sighs> yeah, at least you guys took out Antiva, right? <sighs> <laughs> well, you'll get him next time. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so what's going on? Why are you here then if you all survived? Rolex misses you very much. I wanted to see if I could help get you back. You didn't have to go and do that. I mean, I'm sure the guys yeah. could think of something. Uh, you know, spells, priests, reincarnation, something. They tried. You know how it goes. Yeah. I appreciate it. Um, but... What does this mean? What happens to you? I, I don't want you dying on my account. I, I'm. Ami, Ami kind of just smiles and shrugs her shoulders, like she's not sure what's going to happen, but she's ready for it and has come to accept it. Okay. We barely know you. We broke into your basement, and then all this went down. <laughs> we broke into your basement, and then all this went down. You know what that means? To have a basement. You have to have a house. Uh, <laughs> I finally got my home. <laughs> I uh, Rolex has realized something that has been kind of, uh, I don't want to say magical, but something that's kind of worked for him so far and trying to understand things. So assuming that most of that is happening in, in like the blink of an eye, but once Rolex notices the moonlight, the shaft of moonlight coming in and then kind of spreading over things, uh, Rolex is going to grab a few gold pieces in one hand Um and just hold them up because every time somebody talks to something um, like deifying something, you have to look up for some reason. So Rolex has recognized that. So okay. he looks up holding a few gold pieces in his hand and he says, pointing at Les, he kind of just says out loud and a little bit of reverb, I'm sure. He was never here. Oh my <laughs> gosh. 
<laughs> pay off the gods. Love it. Love it. Absolutely love it. Okay. Ami, you are standing there before a less. Less. Underneath the moon, you can see a small beam of light illuminate a doorway. Hmm. That doorway is opening and you can see waving through. You can see there are three individuals beyond that door. You can see Rays, who is clutching his viola. You can see Ophidian, who is probably just sitting there taking things in at the moment. And then you can see Rolex looking up to the sky, holding his hands up. Um, the door is there for you if you want to walk through it. Oh, I am so sorry. We totally ignored our host here. Uh, what happens to Ami? Nothing is said to you, Les, at this time. Ami, Ami will just kind of gesture towards the, the door. I'm not um, going to I'm not going to abandon you here. I don't think that's going to be the case, but I think that door is for you at this moment. I'm going to stay here a while I, and talk. I vowed to defend my friends and now I feel like I'm losing what could have been a great friend as well. She'll kind of look up at the moon again and smile and say I don't think that you're losing a friend. All right, Ami, look. I'm, I'll go, but we're going to figure something out for you as well. If you don't somehow stay with us, then we will, we will find you. I thank you for all that you guys have done, especially you, Ami. I, Ami will nod and kind of flutter over and give him as much of a hug as she can with her arm span. <laughs> as like around his face or is like his neck or his body? Where are you? Around his neck. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you feel a little. I don't think I don't think Ami can get around your entire neck in terms nope. of total. But yeah, you feel little hands on there, uh, less and um, the beam of light pulses the door starts to kind of shudder a little bit and like weave slightly, uh, unless you get the sense that it's now or never. I should probably go, Ami. We will we will be back, or we will find you. Because remember, when you have a fighter named Less, Less is more. Okay. I started walking wow. that way. Less, <laughs> as you make your way through the door, Rolex, as you're holding up the coins here, the beam of light that is ricocheting off of Ami, it it increases in intensity, but it doesn't increase in, say, brightness. It almost has like this uh, this dark hue to it as it starts to pulse. And you can see the coins in your hands disappear and dissipate from there. Nice. You see a pulse kind of just shoot into Les's body, who is gently lifted off the floor. You can see almost like a electric shock. And Rolex kind of what he does when he shocks people back to life. You can see, and his body kind of rise up and then kind of fall back down flat. And as it happens, less, uh, you can see his chest start to move up and down just ever so slightly. It appears that Ami's request has worked. Now, Ami is still stuck right now in this position. I'm going to message her as far as what this means. Uh, but less. You guys see less uh, being revived at this point in time. Um, the treasure that was around you guys is seemingly gone, as is 
Rolex is offering. Uh, seems like that was also part of the compensation that was taken in order to get this going. Uh, the stuff that uh, uh, Ami let loose around her as far as her gear seems to have disappeared at this moment as well. But I'm going to message Ami right now. So if the four of you would like to discuss what's going on or try to get less awake, you may do so. Yeah, if Les seems like he's alive but not yet conscious, then yeah, I would definitely want to give him a, a little spark. And um, that was what was the one I was using for that. That was heroin. Just drip some water on his nose. Yeah, <laughs> that should be. Just put his but, hand um, in some warm water. But we also have the, essentially two healing potions. So what's a healing potion? And or like what what healing potion do we have, Jason? What what can he roll to? I think it was just the basic one. It's a regular healing potion. So it's yes, yeah. Two D four. Two D four plus four. Okay, so you do that twice, Randy, because you can just drink both healing potions. Two D four plus four. You said. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And and um, uh, Rolex will be kind of. Of course, I roll two. He's not medicinal. Hey, we just need you conscious, buddy. <laughs> he understands about magic and nature and stuff, so he's just like kind of using the 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 artificer tinkering stuff and kind of pretending he's helping less, knowing that it's really the healing potion doing it. But um, uh, Rolex is very happy at this point, and while kind of while he's helping less out. Because it was Ophidian who gave Rolex some of the advice on this, we were never here phrase. Um, Rolex is going to turn to Ophidian uh, and say, sometime you have to explain how that brought him to life. <laughs> <laughs> Someday, but not today. Very, very eager about this all-powerful statement to, to understand how many more places it can be used. It seemed like since he's learned it, it has fit so well in yes. so many places. Are you trying to bribe me right now? Well, it worked with that god. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> oh my. Oh, if it was anybody other than Rolex, they would not be able to live that down. I bribed a god. <laughs> <laughs> Done. By divine right, you must listen to me. <laughs> and the thing is, he's not at all curious about the whole God thing. He just wants to know why the sentence, we were never here, is magical. <laughs> it doesn't even matter that he did, you know, and that in his light, he did indeed bribe a God and made the God do something for him. <laughs> but all that matters is that it was what he said. <laughs> you know, He was never here. Well, it turns out we're all set now. Done. <laughs> By the way, where is the little homeless one? The little homeless one. Oh my god! It's me, the little homeless one. It's, it's, it's a, me. It's a weird. Because all the stuff is gone now too. Someone came by and stole all the little homeless girl stuff. That's horrible. Jeez. It's fine. So am I awake now? Or uh, they still waking me up? Yeah, you ought, you ought to be awake because um, you got an actual healing. Okay. Yeah, you're supposed to get what? Two, hit, two hits of it? Yeah. Okay, it's not letting me uh, adjust my hit points. I think you guys didn't manage the character's uh, hit points yet, so it's being annoying. So I'm trying to do. You'll be alive for now with at least one hit point. Yep. Well, but I rolled two ones and then it was plus four, so I, I should have six right now. So We should roll it twice, though. 
Yeah, yeah I rolled two. You you do have one level. You do have one level of, of exhaustion less because you did die and have come back. So keep that yeah, in mind. That's gotta mean something. Yeah. About ten minutes goes by of Ami being stuck in this in this beam of light, gently levitating on the altar, before she the light dissipates and you see her body kind of drop onto the altar itself. Not enough to, to damage her or anything else like that, but she is currently, looks to be asleep at the moment as she falls forward here. She is breathing, she is alive, but as uh, whoever goes over to look at her, is anyone going over to check on Ami? Oh, yeah. check on her. We all just yeah. run over there. Yeah. yeah. You all, you all, all these massive heads looking down at Ami. Ami, your eyes kind of flutter open and you can see inside of her pupils. What color were Ami's eyes prior, Ami? What's that? What color were her eyes before? Green. Green. You can see in the green, the uh, interior pupil, you can see um, there is what appears to be three small lines that look to be pale yellow that are etched into her eyes. You can also see that there is the half symbol of the moon with three stars now on her neck. Um, Ami, you are awake and you see four massive heads because again, you are a tiny creature all looking down at you as you're laying on this altar. <laughs> she just looks up and goes, all right, all right, all right, guys. <laughs> so, I, oh I good, you're always, alive. <laughs> I wish Rolex could make the connection that I did, um, but I was thinking it would be awesome if Rolex could just shout, look, while I was saving Les's life, you went to get a tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> but he wouldn't make that connection. That just terrible. Ray's would uh, actually comment, "That is a small tattoo, <laughs> and that is a big head. Get it out of my face." <laughs> Ray's gonna like put his hands in his horns. How rude! Oh no! Oh no! Ray's has always been concerned, been, been, been self-conscious about his horns. <laughs> I've been called five head my whole life. Oh no! He's never been able to find a hat that fits. <laughs> Poor guy. The curse of the tiefling. I mean, I'm so glad you're alive still too. Les like just kind of puts his hand on you, pushes you against his forehead, just a little hug thing. I don't know. You're small. Nice. Okay. If one more person says something about my size, it's just a tiny little joke. <laughs> I cast enlarge on myself and become the size of a toddler. <laughs> okay. What would you guys like to do? Wonder how this toddler got a tattoo. <laughs> with, um, with that checked off the list, we, we can get back to business. I mean, yeah, we have we do have unfinished business. Guys, I think... will go check that book, by the way, to see that Wes's name isn't there anymore. Yes. You Thank see... you so much for everything you guys did, by the way. I, I, I appreciate you all. I would do the same for you. Uh, Les's name is no longer in the book. What you reading? Let's write Phineas's name in the book and Antiva's name in the book. <laughs> there you go. <sighs> Damn. A little bit of death net action. <laughs> So Phineas and Antiva have gotten away. Uh, we have no idea what they're going to do to retaliate against us. They don't really know who we are. 
I was just about to mention, I don't think they even know who to target at the moment. They probably don't even know we're alive, if for what you guys said about the roof collapsing is true. Do they know our names? Well, there's Hull and Oats. <laughs> <laughs> this annoying cat that keeps bugging Antiva. That's true. Uh, Antiva's seen some of us before. I don't think anyone saw Ami. Well, yeah, but Ami was working uh, on the you're, grounds. You're way in the back for the most part. So. Mm -hmm. Ami was piloting a mech. <laughs> That's true. Nice. Regardless, we should be on the lookout for anything happening in the city. Phineas is probably going to want to try to keep this under wraps. Ophidian, will you make sure that doesn't happen? What's that? I'm not going to keep anything under wraps. What are you talking about? <laughs> if I was Antiva, I'd send out those golem things to make sure that we're dead. Don't give them any ideas. That's a good point. We need to get out of here fast. Yep. Uh, back the way we came. Ami, can we go back into your house? Well, unless uh, Rolex got better ideas for a, a way out. I think we need to mend and then go on our way searching. You mean our three hit points between all of us isn't going to work? <laughs> They're shared hit points. So are we just wanting to try and rest here? I don't think it's a good idea. I don't think it's a bad idea but we're in unfamiliar territory if they send those obsidian whatever the heck they are down here golems are in trouble now jason would the obsidian guard even fit in this building make a think, uh, uh like if yeah, we yeah. got a defensive spot to rest yeah no i mean they could I'm probably really concerned about my buddy who uh just died and came back they could probably break their weight in, but as far as as far as just fitting in through the door, no, they wouldn't be able to. Okay, so yeah, we would have looking at the building and pointing in different spots. Rolex would say we would have plenty of warning if they were to show up. Well, we should definitely double up watches then. We need we need less to to rest, and everyone needs to mend. I understand that. I just, yeah. Did you guys uh, get my shield? I, I have a, I have a good you. feeling about it. I haven't had a good feeling in two weeks. <laughs> yeah, Les, uh, Rolex should have all your stuff. Yeah, whatever you had with you, Les, um, I would have just carried along. Right on. Uh, thank you, Rolex. We're not particularly strong, but I think for that purpose, uh, Rolex should serve just fine as a pack mule. <laughs> all right, well, um, I guess I'll get a cat nap. Yeah. Well, once Rolex expresses that this would be a good place to rest, he's just going to sit on the ground beside Les and let Dogaga kind of patrol the perimeter and just sit to heal. It's, it's healing time. Okay. It's all right. time. So what do you, what do you, what do you all, uh, so you're all, so you're all trying to rest here in this building and yeah. uh, that's, I mean, that's what Rolex is going to do for the first time. I think he's going gotcha. to lead the decision because this is very important to him. And, gotcha. um, he he just wants to sit down and, you know, click the button for long rest. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> he's looking yeah. to do in his head, right? Is he, are you guys taking watch? Are you guys taking watches on this or are you guys just all? Oh yeah. Well, okay. I definitely want dog to get to patrol because, uh -huh. 
just through the night i can just hit mending or dog can even stop every now and then and you know lick its wounds and heal up a little bit last watch please does anybody have any uh, healing spells or anything they can yeah. burn up now or not yeah rolex um one of the things that rolex can do and this is the one i keep forgetting but it is i think it's aura of vitality here yeah um if i put it uh, well, it doesn't show it. I gotta click this one. <coughs> I have anyway, second wind. The way it works is um, within 30 feet of me, uh, it is 10 times uh, any creature can get 2d6 hit points. So it's, it is really up to one minute, and you can do it once per round or once per turn. So it's um, it's like 10 times you can do it. So if anyone else needs healing, I'm going to go with the long rest. Rolex is, is like at a quarter hit points now. So I think a long rest is probably going to fix him. But if anybody else needs healing above and beyond that, um, there is, what, 20 D6 worth of healing that can be done. Does a long rest not heal you to your max? It does, it does but just in case something happens during exactly. our rest, if we don't yeah. get the benefits of a long rest, it's good to just have yeah. the healing at least. If you get it five hours and 59 minutes, somebody wakes you up and you had one hit point, well, you still got one hit point. So. What's the equivalent of a short rest? <coughs> Again? Up to an hour, I think. Yep, up to an hour of minimal movement or things like that, and you can roll your hit dice to recover. Okay, uh, because I have a second win, so I could have done that. Um, okay. But okay. I, I think I'll just, just dead. You've been mostly dead all morning. I have five <laughs> charges of cure wounds. No, I just didn't know if I needed to use that and then do a long rest. That way, I could have the most hit points if something went down. Well, I could do um, I could do mass cure wounds and then go to bed. Yeah. Okay. We got twenty d six and Joe's thing, and however much I'll need to dump on that. Yeah. Okay, and so yeah, I'll be going. Cast. Technically, I could cast it three times. So, go ahead, go ahead, and let's go ahead and roll those then, and let's heal up whoever needs to be healed up. Who's taking first watch? You. Okay. Second. Well, I don't know, Rage. You want to? You got spells to get back, man. You want to sleep? I could take first watch. I don't need to get anything back right now. Mm. And, I'm and, and I have the most points <laughs> out of anybody right now, but we'll see how that turns out you raise a good point did that come up for you guys uh, so joe I, you said you you casted that spell uh, yeah i'm gonna no, do I it see your like Jason said. i'm gonna just do um like cast it and i'm just gonna get a, a total number so there's 81 hit points okay <laughs> i think i think everyone is uh yeah so that's that's between that's distributed between everybody correct yeah and, and okay. i say kind of fair you know evenly um, but technically, that still would bring Rolex up to half hit points before the rest, and yep. that, that's better than a quarter. But um, yeah. So, Wait. Yeah, so, what does everybody get from that? I don't Eighty know, divided by five. That's uh, I don't what? know. That's 16. fifteen, right? Yeah, sixteen. About 16. With one left over for less. And then it's twenty-six from the mass cure wounds. Okay, so plus twenty-six. All right, so is it twenty-six for everybody? Mm. I think so. I think you can pick. That sounds about right. Adding the yep. two together, splitting it up. Yep. Absolutely. Okay, so 26 plus 16. So everyone's looking at, what, uh, uh, 50, 52 points of healing to everybody. Yeah, I'm back to max. <clears throat> I'm at half health. Okay, I'm, so I'm, I'm just going to 
touch myself with cure wounds a couple times. I don't mind me. <laughs> Actually, I have. Wait, I'm still down about 100 hit points, yeah. but I'm good. <laughs> oh, wait, I forgot to ask. Did I still consider me a leveling up, or am I still at 11? You're at 13. Or 13, yeah. Yep. Who's close okay. to like a third max? Anybody close yet? He said to me. Uh, I just got down? myself. I'm uh, 23 short of max. I have the cure wounds I could do for 1d8 plus 4. Okay. The way I'm looking at it right now for Rolex, he's going to power down next to less, make sure less is safe, and just ride out feeling good for now. Uh, and then the, hopefully at the end of the long rest, have everything back. Okay. So Ophidian is taking first watch. Uh, who's taking second? I can do second. Okay. And then third? Uh, Les will take last third is last, right? No, I think uh, Les, uh, Rolex won't let Les wake up. If you want to get rid of if you want to get rid of your exhaustion, you'd have to probably stay yeah. okay. entire. So whoever, whoever wanted that cure wins, it's twelve points back. Twelve or points to whoever. Yeah, I don't know if it was Razor Roll. That, that should go to less then. Ophidian, right. Ophidian just puts raise, uh, uh, cure wounds out into the universe, and whoever wants yeah. it can take. Yeah. Who wants it? Pick it up, man. Okay, Char takes All right. it. All right, Ophidian, you're on first watch here. Just make me a uh, perception check real quick. Uh, and is there anything you wanted to do on your first watch? Um, no, I just want to keep an eye on stuff, make sure everybody's being quiet in here and that kind of thing, you know. Okay. That perception, right? Okay. 17. Okay. With a 17, uh, nothing really comes around. You do see there are a few vines that start kind of like encroaching in on here, but they seem to stay away from the actual building itself. They don't seem to come up into the actual building or through the doorway or through the through the glass. And again, you guys are also, you have your medallions, so you're rel relatively protected from those. But with a 17, you do hear off in the distance towards where the tower was, you do hear faint kind of uh, almost uh, like uh, like mini like kind of like crashes or like maybe like landslides where things are like crumbling or, or, or falling. You can't really see that far off in the distance because it's too dark that far out. But uh, with a 17, relatively uneventful, uh, watch and uh, you hear just again some what sounds like something crumbling or, or collapsing off in the distance. Okay. Okay. Second watch. Go ahead and make me a uh, perception check, please. So, one of the things that I would ask on that one, Jason, is it something Rolex would process as a specific thing happening? Because he can see and hear normal. He just won't move unless something is happening. Yeah, because you're in there, and again, because you you don't feel like say Ophidian like getting like defensive or jumpy, mm -hmm. you probably just let it go at this point. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Fourteen, Ami. Is there anything that you're wanting to do uh, on your on your watch? Um, she's definitely going to spend a little bit of time uh, just having another thing with Char, thanking her for everything. Okay. And asking for protection throughout the rest. Okay. Okay. Very good. As you are talking and conversing with her, you don't hear her voice coming back to you. But as you are asking for things, there is a faint kind of like dark glow that kind of irradiates from your from your tattoo on your neck. And um, you get the sense that, yes, she is listening to you. And she is, she is seemingly here with you at, at the moment. Um, but nothing, nothing again with a 14 seems to be out of the ordinary for you. Um, all right. Third watch. 
perception check, please. Okay. And is there anything that you would like to do, Raze? Uh, just um, in just like in downtime when I'm not watching with a 23 perception, um, I want to take a pen, ink, some of my loose sheets of paper, and I want to start composing a new song. Is is uh, I don't know music terms really, but uh, is it's just going to be a piece uh, reflecting on one's life, what it means to lose a loved one, and finally ending with the the notion that death is not an ill it is a progression absolutely now as you are composing this um with a 23 you do hear something off in the distance not close to you not not anywhere near close to you but with a 23 that's that's pretty dang perceptive you pop your head and look out through the doorway and through the entranceway and across past several buildings off in the distance, you can see several of the brambles and some of those encroaching vines start to kind of like pull their way back, almost as if something's repelling them. Probably about maybe a couple thousand feet away almost. You can see off the tops of these roofs, these large masses of branches and like vines starting to recede. That's not good. <laughs> It's not moving towards you. It's not moving. It seems like something is. And again, you guys have seen this. You guys have seen the the guards moving through the area and pushing those things back. It looks probably with a twenty three, something very similar to that. Well, my concern isn't only if they're moving towards us; is yeah. also if they're moving directly away from us. Yeah. They're kind of that moving, means we're stuck in the middle. Yeah, they're they're moving kind of uh, towards that main pathway that you guys came in from. Is where they're kind of, what's kind of past us. Yeah. I will put it in the report for the morning. Okay. Uh, and then who's uh, Rolex, I believe, is taking last watch? Yeah, I'll finish up whatever needs to be done. Okay. Just make me a uh, perception check then, Rolex. <laughs> he doesn't percept great, but he intelligence is good. Oh, I will, of course, tell Rolex like, yeah. what I saw. Like, yeah. And even though you told Rolex this year, with an 11, Rolex really isn't too concerned at the moment. Yeah, Plant yeah, monsters don't exist, Raze. Yeah, he's, he's more concerned over everything that's happened that day. Rolex, is there anything that you wanted to do on your on your walk? Yeah, just, uh, well, I guess because we've learned a little bit while in this temple, um, I think he'd just want to look around more, you know, and I'm just going to name like Arcana and Investigation, just looking for anything else that seems like it could be uh, useful to our situation because we're chasing these bad guys, or at least we plan to chase them again. And um, we're in the place where they were hanging out. So maybe there's something native here that could be used against sure, them. Sure. Make an investigation check then or an arcana check to see if you can find something useful. It's kind of, I mean, I've got the same for both, but I was thinking more for myself, at least I was thinking more arcana because I wanted to sure. look for something specifically magical in nature because we had already looked oh, yeah. at um, the books and the healings and the what have you. 
Yeah, with the 25, I think that, yeah, you, so as you are yeah. sitting there, you're not really paying attention to the watch, which is what you're supposed to be doing oh, yeah. uh, with an 11. I just little... have uh, Dogaga out there who yeah. frankly has a better perception than I do. But, uh, yeah. Um, you make your way uh, into the rooms that, uh, that Ray's discovered, that he kind of uncovered and unlocked. Looking through, you can see there's a lot of trinkets and a lot of things that really are ornate and look very nice, but nothing that is necessarily something that would help you. But as you are kind of wandering through, you can see that there are other offerings that were made in this place, something that was not what Ray's was looking for, which was materialistic kind of things to offer like diamonds and jewels and things. You find that there are a handful of things that you kind of go through and you look at one like, oh, that's normal, that's normal. You find a an arrow. It is a bolt that is not made for your crossbow, but probably with your skills you could modify that has significant magical properties to it. Um, you're not sure exactly what it does yet. You'd have to sit down and maybe spend some time with it, but this would probably be the one thing in here that in a fight or in a battle or a combat that you could use that would cause some damage or help you guys in some a tactical way so i see i guess playing out the rest of the the watch um rolex's rolex's system might be a little unstable at, the, at this point he's pretty much not going to pay attention to much of the rest of the watch as long as less is still there sleeping peacefully rolex is just going to start poking around at this thing um yeah I don't have identify, but any kind of attunement or anything I can find out with whatever that is, like 10 minutes or however long. Yeah, it, yeah, it would take you, it, it, for attunement, it's usually at about an hour. You have to kind of spend a short rest with the yeah. thing. Um, so you can do that right now. And as you attune to it, uh, this is an arrow crafted for the goddess herself. It is an arrow of, um, what's the right word here? Dark illusions. It's something that can be shot, and then it creates a 20-foot space of either darkness or illusory terrain that can be crafted by the wielder. Because again, Shara is not only the goddess of darkness, she's also the goddess of illusion and deception to a large level. So you find this arrow in here that you can use. Um it also uh, deals um, uh, damage as well. So again, whatever you hit will also get hurt by it, <laughs> which is nice. Um, but yes, that's what you find. Cool. All right. Um, that's how he'll finish out that watch then. Okay. You guys wake up after your long rest. You guys, your health is restored. Your HP is restored. Your spell slots are recovered. You're, you're pretty sure it's probably late morning right now in the actual world time, but you can't really tell because... Again, it is dark in this underground city. Rays lets you know. Everyone lets everyone know what they found on their watch and what they did on their watch, if you guys want to. Um, what do you guys want to do? Yeah, get out of here. Yeah, I think from Rolex's perspective, now that less is okay, we need to to put an end to the people who caused that problem. The people who attacked us, who we attacked, who whatever. Right? <laughs> okay. I see three routes here. One, back the way we came. Those ropes we tied to the boulders up top side should still be there. 
we can get any of them reach the ground i thought we all like had to jump the last 30 feet they didn't reach the ground but i can get myself up on that ledge with a a spell they're tied together at both ends so just undo one at the top goes all the way down uh second one we go out the way that uh, presumably that Antiva and Phineas presumably left. Uh, and yeah, the we third can even one, get back in there. Yes, assuming we can even get back in there. Uh, the third <laughs> one was the... Uh, I believe it was the sewer route. The one that went directly to the river, if we could find that. Anybody else have any... <laughs> memory let's let's get them let's finish them well, there's multiple paths we could take wasn't there Where'd there were like know? three tunnels that we could have chosen you guys apparently chose the right one which made that blizzard monster thing really mad well yeah fuck the lizard so <laughs> the other two had to have gone i'm assuming to a dead end or a den or something they they may still be functioning it's just that we took a route that was Convenient to us. So, what do you got? What do you guys want to do? Where you want to go? Well, where if, if we try to overlay where we think on the above ground map to where those two tunnels would lead, what are our best guesses for that? Um, make a uh, make a uh, I guess a intelligence check, straight intelligence check, if it and see if you can overlay everything. <laughs> I would say do it with advantage. Oh, well, do, do it with advantage, though, because again, you you eighteen. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Hold on, I might even be able to pull off better than that, right? I, mean, I got a negative one, but I'll try. Yeah. It. Oh, oh no, no, yeah, yeah. Ophidian at first was like, "Oh, this is this would work here," and maybe no, actually, no, I'm gonna stick with this here. So, Ophidian, yeah, uh, uh, you guys already had figured out that um, that the the power station and the power plant and stuff like that was under a certain point here. So you kind of already have a good reference on there. Mm-hmm. And uh, Ophidian, you know, you did have that kind of knowledge going into this here. So going back the way you came towards that area, there were uh, several pathways you could have taken. There are places that you saw that you guys just kind of passed by because you had a, a pretty direct kind of need of where you needed to go here that looks like they probably could lead up into the uh, uh, upper part of the city. Um, but it would again take a little bit of navigation. But you're Ovidian, you're pretty confident you can find your way back up uh, from down here uh, into a, into almost any point in the city that you would want to with what you rolled. Okay, I let the so, group know. This is what I think. Um, Relics, do you have any idea where these different paths lead, or would you have to go there first? I don't know how much of different plans or anything I actually got to look at Jason but if he did see something then he'd probably yeah. be able to remember it he's again really good with the investigation yeah. stuff so yeah Rolex knows the paths that lead in and out of the uh Wintermere estate because that was the old estate yeah. that he was in uh he Rolex never really went in and out of other places but Ophidian from what he told you he, he feels very confident that he can navigate uh based on what he knows currently from here I trust you buddy I just want to make sure that there was enough hundred percent route we could take. So, yeah, Rolex would be able to navigate you easily to the Wintermere Estate or things like that. If you guys wanted to go there without having to roll or anything like that, he he would just know how to get up there. Well, I don't know if we missed um, the window for Hall and Oates to perform or not. Yeah, so. we did. 
Yeah. We were supposed to come back uh, two days ago with our uh, <laughs> our demo track. <laughs> There's still adoring fans laying uh, in tents outside. Waiting You're musicians. You're never on time. Yeah. <laughs> two yeah. days late to the party. <laughs> well, no, the party was late, but... Like... Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was no uh, official party date yet. That's true. That's true. Okay, so are you guys following Ophidian's plan? Yeah. Yes. Okay, Ophidian, where do you want to... Somebody's got to look. Wait. Where do you want to try to emerge from from uh, from the underground? Uh, I would say for, I'm assuming uh, any information we have, we still need to get to. You know, for me, I need to get it to certain parties, right? So, anything that would put me to uh, territory that I have a, say, a haven in, right? That's okay. what I want. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Okay, so yeah. Um, it, it, again, this is a massive city, so it's going to take you guys a little bit of time to make your way uh, to a safe haven kind of area, um, especially one that Ophidian would have some form of um, a respite in, in terms of uh, uh, you know people that he would know or, or things like that. Um, basically, Ophidian, you would be looking at uh, traveling um, towards uh, where the Guild Row is. That would be the closest place. It would be in one of the... Uh, not like poorer districts, like the mega cities that you guys have come from here. It's more of like kind of like the mid middle class kind of area. Uh, it's near the guild halls. It's underneath the Wintermere State, but it's uh, beyond the river. So you have to kind of travel underground from there. Uh, but you can absolutely do that. It would take you pretty much a full day of travel in these underground networks to get there if everyone wanted to do that. Everyone? Let's as soon on. as someone starts walking, Rolex will be following them. Okay. Have All right. Yet, hey, we need okay. to be anywhere except Hightown. Okay. Yeah, and again, you guys make your way well past that. Leading by Ophidian, Ophidian uh, takes you guys through uh, this underground network. And again, there are some um, some vines, some plants that try to you know trap you guys, but you guys are well protected from them at this point here. Um, it takes you probably about. 14 hours of, of continuous kind of travel in these underground networks. So you do get bottlenecked. You get some places that the tunnel has kind of collapsed slightly and you have to kind of go one at a time through some of these harder to navigate places. But um, Ophidian, you finally, after traveling for the longest you've probably ever walked on foot by yourself without having a <laughs> transportation Ophidian who is, horrible. Who is, who's probably very upset at this moment. Um, you make your way and you can hear... Um, the bustling city street above you. And as you kind of go over and you kind of open up this uh, this uh, sewer grate and you emerge, you emerge into um, uh, the Midtown. This is an area that's across the river. You can see there are about three or four star- story tall buildings, not the 20 or 30 megastructure stories where people are living on top of each other. This definitely feels more reminiscent of a, of a regular kind of city as ha- should be. Um, and there are people who are milling in and out. Uh, it is dark. The moon is up in the sky right now. You guys have again spent the majority of the entire day traveling. And Ophidian, there is absolutely a few places around here that you know of that you can go to to send your messages and report in for what you have. Um, what would you guys like to do now that you are in this point? Do do I know of any uh, fifth form uh, informants, contacts, handlers in Midtown? Yeah, so uh, you don't usually operate in Midtown, but you do know of a few of them. Um, uh, so again, it just kind of depends on where you're wanting to go. Uh, you do know that this is where, and the reason why you're not over here is because there is another 
group that operates particularly in, in Midtown. This is uh, the Drake's Bane uh, that you oh, know of. of so again, it is a little harder for you to operate freely in here, uh, but there are a few people that you would know in this particular area. Okay. Um, yeah, so there's not going to be like any safe houses for me here. There, 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 there is. There, there's a couple of uh, um, uh, taverns that you can go to uh, that you would uh, be able to uh, uh, find some uh, find some uh, safe haven at. Would this have been former Jerry uh, family properties and whatnot? No, your Jerry family was over in Hightown. That's where they were at. They were they were one of okay. the ruling ruling uh, uh, families on there. And then Ophidian, you would also have uh, your contacts here. Again, you operated more in here because this is close to uh, where the uh, Pashar family is. They own the, the mass farmlands and the, the crop growing areas uh, right up from uh, from Midtown. Yeah, yeah I just so, want to, I need to report back to my Yuanti guys and then yeah. I want to make sure the film goes to Annette Diva. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So you can easily do that here. It costs you some gold to do that, but um, it'll cost you about 10 gold to do that in total for everything you want to do. And uh, uh, sent, I sent you the messages as far as what they respond back with. Yep. So you already have that there. Um, and then Ray's, uh, if you guys want to go to a place that Ray's knows, uh, you can head to the uh, Silverback Inn. That would be the closest one that you would know. Uh, it is more of like kind of a, a, a nightclub lounge area where there is... Um, uh, kind of almost like karaoke bar to a large level where some of the people go to unwind and have a drink and sing a few songs. A place that Ray's, you know, really generally likes, but this is a place that uh, Ray's you would have an actual contact at and a safe kind of haven in Midtown that would be closest to where you're at. I, I would, of course, let the party know. Uh, so I do have some friends in this part of town, but uh, <clears throat> we don't get along with some of the locals. If I say run, book it. We'll meet up eventually. Oh. Okay. Does this mean no karaoke? Oh, uh, feel free to enjoy the lounge. Uh, I, I just need to speak with some people. Uh, if anybody gives you any hassle, tell them uh, Tower sends his regards, and they should, should back off. If they don't back off, then they're probably sending somebody to come get me, and then I'll have to bail you out personally. Rolex Please. is going to sign up for karaoke. <laughs> I'm right you there guys, with you, buddy. You guys make your way over to the Silverback uh, Lounge, and again, it is a very nice tavern. It is probably the biggest tavern you guys have seen uh, since you came from the, lar the larger district where people were kind of basically operating out of their homes in their personal space. Uh, this place is actually an actual legit kind of business. And there's like a stage with um, what looks to be uh, a mechanical box that is playing some music. It looks like uh, some of the bards that are there have uh, their their violas or their, or their lutes kind of like plugged into this thing here. And it creates that uh, mechanical kind of uh, twang to their uh, instruments. Um, during this time, Ophidian has done what Ophidian needed to do. Unless there's anything else you would like to do or go over Ophidian and the stuff that I sent you. No, no, it's pretty straightforward. Okay. Okay. Uh, um, yeah, that's it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, there was one thing about, I don't know, there was timing of somebody showing up. I don't know when that person's coming to town. Yeah, they, they basically are, are wanting for you to 
to to uh, present this stuff to the uh, Lord himself and uh, then make the handoff to this person. Okay. Yeah, so that's kind of what they're charging you with. Gotcha. Okay, it is nighttime. You guys, uh, Rolex is, what is, I don't know what Rolex is singing at the bar, uh, at the carrier place. Um, I don't know if anyone else is singing uh, with him. Rolex and Les are singing, I got you glaive. And uh, there we go. Oh my God. Both of you oh. make performance checks for me then. Let's just see. Yeah, Rolex is going to rick roll at some point <laughs> put your little blade in mine but uh mr roboto hey 15 from west performance you say um, <laughs> rolex with an eight absolutely rick rolls yeah. uh, <laughs> um you get a you get a mix of applause and then kind of like mm. <laughs> um but the night is yours you guys all come back together here what is the plan and what does the group want to do with the information that you have learned from underground um with the information that uh you guys now uh, know of lord phineas and what he's been up to in the underground city and where do you guys want to go uh Ray's wants to uh, talk with the talk with with his contact here. Yeah, yeah. And like yeah. let him let him know, hey, yeah. shit, shit's going down. Yeah, you see, you see that there is a um, a, a a woman who is over by uh, the uh, um, bar area. She looks like she is uh, the proprietor. Uh, maybe that's her front again in terms of what she does, since this is a is a uh, fifth form particular area. Um, the Silverback Lounge actually has what looks to be uh, a Taroka kind of card uh, on like the actual sign that has like a gorilla that is uh, smashing things. Um, uh, and as you walk up to her, she uh, she looks over at you. And you guys, again, go through your traditional kind of greeting. And um, what would you like to say to her, Ray's? Uh, I'm... Her name, is, her name is Chloe, by the way, just so you know. that's, that's her, that's, that's, that's what she goes by in the bar. Okay. Um, Chloe, do you, do you have a, a second to spare? I, uh, I, I need to talk with you about some, uh, business. She goes, I always, time. I always have a second for, for you, my dear. Uh, she kind of walks around the bar and she kind of passes off the duties to a couple of gnomes who are on stilts that are walking around handing out drinks and things. Um, <laughs> uh, 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 she wants, she, she goes around the corner and she goes, huh. What is what is going on, Tower? Not not used to seeing you up here. I'm not used to being up here. I got myself into a little bit of a mess in High Town and uh, had to make an emergency exit. I see. So are you looking for a place to to lie low for a bit? No, I think I've got that covered. What I need is a messenger. What what's the message? Uh, I'm going to, uh, like, reach into my pack, pull out uh, my own personal journal. It's a bit of a long one. She goes, very well. Uh, I'll see if I can get a messenger here. The uh, the second and the first are actually meeting in the gates. 
something must be uh, very important going on here, especially if you're over here, Tower. The second and the first are meeting? Mm -hmm. The first has not been out to meet somebody in... I can't remember the last time. myself into. Yeah, he's just like like whispers to himself, what have I gotten myself into? She goes she pulls out a a small what looks to be like a card sleeve where you would usually find like say a deck of tarot cards and yeah. things like that. And she goes, whatever you're done, whatever you want, put it in here and I will make sure that I get it to wherever you need to go as best as I can. Oh uh, yeah uh, I've I've been reporting to second recently. So that's that's who this needs to get to. And I'm just going to, uh, like, tear out whatever uh, pages from my journal that I've been just keeping notes of everything that's been going on. It, uh, it's pretty much since getting to Hightown, just full details, full report. And uh, also, like, in, in the sidebars, there's going to be, like, notes on uh, Rolex's progression with, like, emotions and understanding... Uh, <clears throat> social norms uh because that that was his direct mission from the second yep. <laughs> before this all went down so yep, while well, you like, hear that you hear the music change and rolex's voice go what's new pussycat whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> less looks unamused just <laughs> <laughs> ray stops for a second is that dang what's new pussycat Okay. Anyways, so yeah, and then just like fold it however I need, bind it up, set it in the sleeve. She looks and she goes, I'll have a rudder take it as me as fast as I can. Um anything else that you need? That I need, not at the moment. But since I'm here, is there anything you need, Chloe? She goes, Well, just hopefully um things uh things work out. There was a large uh announcement the other night that uh power in the city might be in danger over the next several days. Uh, but Lord Phineas seems to be um, scrambling around at the moment. So we'll see what happens. But I imagine that's part of why the first and the second are meeting. He's got high hopes. He's got... <laughs> All right. I should still be in uh, this part of town for the next couple of days unless I get uh, called out somewhere. So if you do need me for anything, I'll be nearby. All right. Um, you guys see Ray's doing what he does occasionally, stepping aside and having conversations. Les and Rolex are singing karaoke. Ophidian and Ami, what are you doing? Uh, does Phineas have any children? He does, yes. He has a daughter. <laughs> uh, and where is there... Is there a way for me to get information on her uh, itinerary uh, of the day, her daily itinerary? Um, you would you would know a lot about the high society, so um, I would say you probably would know her average day in what it is. She typically resides around um, the center of uh, of High Town, basically. Uh, not High Town. I'm sorry. Uh, the Winter's Peak District. Uh, there is a in the main map area you can see there's a large massive building in there that is um one of the uh winter mirrors kind of 
opulent buildings and manors. Again, it has all sorts of different levels of their business and things like that. It also has ties into the power plant and power station areas in there. Um, it is a very, very, very high point. She spends a lot of her time in that area. Uh, she worked a lot with uh, the Steeldens, uh, one of which Ray is killed, uh, Shyla Steelden, uh, who you guys know of. Yeah. Um, but she would be in that area. And uh, is it possible for me to get more film for this camera? You'd have to reach out to um, to net, but yeah, yeah, absolutely. She should be able to supply you with that. All right, perfect. Ami, backing away from whatever the hell Ophidian's doing. First of all, <laughs> um, second of all, just cheering on her friends who are singing karaoke. Okay, okay. Um, you guys make about eight gold pieces in general from your karaoke performances. Not a lot, but again, uh, the 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 sight of a massive mechanical warforged singing and rip-rolling everybody uh, is enough that you earn a few coin from there. That, I mean, that is more than enough to hold them up yeah. at the end and say, we were never here and drop them. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> and just drop just, just like dropping drop. the mic, a coin drop, yeah. and people are clapping and they're a little confused at first as far as why that happened. Finny, like, he, like whistles and claps real loud when he does that, actually. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let's so, what... count the number of people to see if that's enough to pay off eight people, <laughs> eight or more people. <laughs> it's definitely not enough to pay off eight or more people, but um... I'm just going to pick the gold back up. <laughs> that's not going to work, buddy. Ami wants it's... to sing too. Oh, absolutely. Okay. All right. Ami, what are you seeking? Um, Zombie by the Cranberries. There nice. we go. Love it. Roll me a performance <laughs> check to add into this. Let's see if you can get some more coin. Um, I, I can't. I'm also going to preface this by saying I have a plus one. I had a plus one. Mushroom yes. zombie. Mushroom All right. zombie. Yep. So with with a seven, uh, no extra coin for Ami singing uh, singing that here. Um, but uh, yeah, unfortunately, uh, the the crowd starts to die down as night becomes late night. And uh, so what I need from you guys is, what do you guys want to do? What is the move for this crew? Um, well, at some point as we're getting back together, uh, Rolex will reiterate that we need to get back at the people who hurt us and who, well, mostly killed less. We've been not hunting them for hours now. Yeah, almost a whole day. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Eli's not here for that, but mm -hmm. um, I don't know what that what his response would be. But uh, Rolex isn't looking to lead the charge. He's really looking to be in the charge, in the hunt. But we can't go at them the same way. So we're going to figure out where they're going to be. Hopefully, Ophidian or Rays will have information about where we can find one of the targets that we need to take out, at least. <laughs> Somebody should know something somewhere. Well, Ophidian will eventually be back in his house. Shit is the key word here. You know, if, yeah. um, if nobody else uh, starts. Uh, coming up with ideas, Rolex is just going to start walking around asking people if they know any of these folks. Can you tell me where I can find Phineas? Where's Antiva? Anyone? Anyone <laughs> Big shed moon mood. Yeah. Less is going to be like, Rolex, Rolex, uh, let's not talk yeah. about so, these guys. Like, like Ophidian's plan about the, you know, the, the camera stuff, 
and the daughter. I, I want to be able to get a picture of her where somebody should not be able to get a picture of her. So I'd like to like be stealthy, be invisible, and take a picture of her where how the hell did you get this picture? And like I want to be able to leverage that against Phineas. As she's entering adorable mm-hmm. child preschool or accepting the sweetest girl of the year award, you know, one of those pictures. <laughs> we don't know how old she is. Maybe she's in her teens. Who knows? She well, yeah, fitted you would know she's actually uh in her early twenties. There you go. <laughs> she gonna no, be sweet. It's not allowed. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so Ophidian wants to head down into Winter's Peak, um, the main part of town. You guys have been there, well, except for Ami, when you first met up and did a job at the power station and power area, so you know where it's at. Uh, You'd have to take either a carriage or a train to get there quickly. Um, If you go on foot, it's about a a two-and-a-half-day travel for you guys across the city. Whatever's the fastest. Train would be the fastest for you guys. Yeah, definitely pay for the train. Not the expensive car and the train, though. I only have the ultimate drop, so definitely not the expensive front. (laughs) Right on the top. Uh, Trying to avoid death by electricity. Okay, so... You you should shoot to be killed by at least one of each different condition. (laughs) There we go. Okay, so so the, the plan then is to head over and to Try to get a photo of. Well, this is uh, just a finny. I don't I care what anybody else is doing. That's I. I, I got my own agenda. <laughs> well, what, what again, Ami? What are you wanting to do? Oh, not that. Not that. Very questionable. Very uncomfy. Do not like. Um, Walker mode engaged. This would be information you would have. I wouldn't like announce this to the group. I would just go do it. Yeah. Um, So are we waiting for Ophidian to do train or? Yeah, we we all need to hunt together. So Ophidian would come out and say, all right, I'm going to go this way. And we'll be like, so why are you going that way? Do you need us to come along? No. No. I mean, if it, you do know that she does have a security purse patrol with her pretty much at all times because she is. Well, then maybe for the president, she is the president's daughter, basically of the, of the city. I guess so. if you guys want to come along to be a distraction, that would be nice. Rolex can just walk around asking everyone around her, "Have you seen uh, Antiva? Have you seen Phineas?" <laughs> that should be a good distraction. Okay, so. You guys are wanting to catch a train down to uh, Winter's Peak to get the photo of the daughter of the uh, Lord of the City, and uh, that's that's what the goal is right now. The group's current target. Um, without uh, Ray's, we really have no other plan at this time. Les doesn't have any uh, correspondence in this area. Well, I mean, you always could. Again, it depends on what you think. Well, Les, you've been around the city a lot. You and Rolex have wandered around the city for Rolex for a long time now. Yep. Um, so it just depends on if you, there's, you know, what you guys want to do. It's your guys's, it's your guys's story. So what do you want to do? Yeah, um, that's where I was saying Rolex is just going to follow whomever. And um, we need to get Ami encouraging. We need to find these people. We need okay. to get Ami geared back up too. Um, yeah, 
Do, so we're talking about one of the the th- the three like big noble people's daughters. Mm-hmm. And do we think that the nobles would know more about who slash what we're looking for? Possibly, absolutely. Bobby can um go back because she worked on all of their estates before, like in their gardens and stuff. She could go and do that and talk to the plants and see if she can get any information there. Yeah, absolutely. Relax, do you want to go with her? Because you were working with her before. Yes. The plants don't talk back to me, though. I'm going to try to find some odds and end guard jobs or weapon crafting jobs and try to get some money to get Ami some more uh, you know, weapons and armor. We will okay. find her a home, Les. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> She's already with her family. She is home. Aww. Aww. Oh, okay. So, um, are you guys heading out tonight, or are you guys going to sleep and then going to head out in the morning? Do you need to talk to plants at a certain time? No. The only difference it really makes is sometimes when you do it during the day, people think that more people are there to think that you're crazy. But I'm fine either way. Let's go do it now, then. All right. Okay. So it is still. A, a bit of a travel to head back to High Town, and then Ophidian is going to be heading in the opposite direction, and we don't know where Ray's is going. Let's um, go into the bulletin board to see if there's any jobs needed at this time. Okay, okay. Well, as you guys dispatch to go about your various tasks, I think that is where we will end for the night, as uh, we are approaching time. But um, yeah. <laughs> Uh, definitely uh, wasn't expecting you guys, Ami, to do what she did to bring back less. I loved every second of it. I thought it was awesome. Hold on, hold on. Rolex took care of that. (laughs) Rolex did take care of that. Absolutely love that. So, um, yeah, no, that was, um, uh, you guys have successfully navigated out of the Underdark, and you guys have made your way back into the bustling metropolis of Aridin. Now, uh, again, uh, I was planning on this being our last game tonight, but again, that uh, clearly didn't happen. But uh, as always, I don't know, Joe, what you're planning, and if you are ready to start into Dungeon Law, I don't want to hold the group up uh, for that kind of thing here. So, no, I'd, I'd like to get from the character perspective. I'd like to get some resolution on these bad guys that we've been after the whole time. I don't, I don't necessarily want to leave them out. Um, you know, just out in the hanging in the breeze while we go on to something else, because I know you've got a thousand or more other things in Aridin that we could mess with. So yeah. I definitely would want to see resolution on this. Okay, I just, I just didn't want to hold. I just I didn't want to hold up. Uh, you know, starting on something new. I, I, sure. I am ready to go either way. Yeah. I haven't shared too much out on the other stuff because I wanted to wait till we finish this instead of. Yeah. Just and I'm, I was trying to get there so that again, uh, if everyone was, you know getting done with this and like, all right, we're, we're, we're ready to finish up here. I didn't want to linger too long in there, but uh, again, uh, things happen. So uh, as long as everyone's good with that, we can try to yeah. wrap things up next week and we can go on from there. We just have to, we have to end without Eli. He decided he wasn't. That's fine. Uh, raises over. He's talking to his contacts as always. And uh, yeah. <laughs> we're doing it very secretly. In reality, you know, the pizza guy is holding him up. When you, um, <laughs> Jace, when you mentioned to, for him that in his uh in his secret society there there was a meeting between number one and number two all i could think was in any secret society the only time number two ever meets number one is for the coup to take yep. over right i mean you don't have them in the room otherwise but um 
that sounds like it, it could be something important happening yep. here too. Yep. It yeah. could be, it could be. Plus, I definitely right. want to unlock the child abduction achievement. There we go. There we go. <laughs> yeah. I'm not abducting anyone. <laughs> just taking a picture. Just being paparazzi. I just want the to know. They're like, hey, we can get to your daughter anytime we want. <laughs> That's what I want. That's the kind of picture I, don't, I want. Nope. <laughs> well, it's okay because I'm neutral evil, so it's all good on my end. It doesn't necessarily fit my robotic neutral. But hey, we were never there, right? You were so yeah, there. exactly. If it's a it's a means to draw out the people that we're trying to kill, if that's the idea, then let's do it. Yeah, we got to get back at them. Unless this kid isn't as bad as him killing less. Less is lawful good. I think I need to evaluate that. Uh, well, you guys are you guys are a weird dysfunctional family then, because you have people yeah. on all sides of the spectrum in terms of alignment. Yeah. Um, but Les is alive. Hey, he's he's, he's yeah, still very cool. All right, so we'll we'll go ahead and wrap this one up, and we'll be back at it next week. In the meantime, we can all say bye bye. The preceding podcast. Remember was that time by One Joe Young. Yeah. You can find us online at adventuresfromtheshed.com. Randy has that look. Stay tuned for the final conclusion of this episode or this series. Final conclusion? Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, the, final, the final conclusion that I tried to wrap up two weeks ago. End of the chapter. We kept, Possibly. We kept going. It's a DBZ episode. It just keeps going. Yeah, yeah. Next one's going to be just an hour of you guys just staring at each other.